0: Mad Handle Podcast. What's up? Coming at you. How you doing, Big Easy? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Good, man. Uh, Why don't we give a shout out to our sponsor, SNGLV, for powering this episode. What up, baby? (laughs) There you go. But just a quick story here before we get started into the podcast. I'm pretty sure that I've sent a few of these Zoom links to your cousin Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Because remember, I think it was like right after we got out of uh, that coding class. Uh-huh. Um, you gave me her contact info for I think she, I forgot where she was working
1: at Creative Circle.
0: Yeah. So I think it's still stored. so when i like i just because i look at just calabrese that's why i search to send send you over the link to record yeah and i'm pretty positive i've sent a few out to her instead of you
1: (laughs) i want her to one day just like sign in
0: (laughs) who the fuck is this (laughs) oh man that's good stuff all right but let's get into some hoops talk what do you think I'm ready. I'm ready. It's been uh,
1: the pretty like status quo week as a Nick fan.
0: Uh, the losing continues.
1: <laughs> the losing continues. I mean, honestly, actually, let me like let me rephrase that, dude. Were we losing by like forty points to the Bucks?
0: Yeah, I think we wound up losing by like forty-four. That is like
1: extraordinary losing <laughs> yeah
0: that's not like like you're just, you're not even competitive like you're not by the way Julius Randall playing defense on Giannis was oh. like Shaquille O'Neal going up against like a middle school kid
1: the the one play that went nuts all over social media like when Giannis, like, backed him down and just, like, turned and kind of did, like, the Michael Jordan Space Jam arm.
0: Just yeah,
1: over-fucking. But Randall, like, David put his hands up. Like, it, he literally looked like a little kid, and Giannis just was, like, a grown-ass man.
0: Well, if you listen to the audio, as soon as Giannis gets the ball there, Randall's screaming for help.
1: No way. Gian-
0: Giannis hasn't even made a move yet. And no Randall's way. screaming. <laughs> help! Help!
1: Sounds like me on the squat machine that one time.
0: It- <laughs> I mean, when you don't know how to use the equipment, you should watch a YouTube video or something. <laughs> Emily made me tell that story of
1: Thanksgiving. It was brutal.
0: Oh, like it's 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 up there with top uh, top Eric Calibri stories in my book. Oof. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, wish. Oh man, I wish there was a video. Cause okay, there has to be some sort of video of that. Like if you, yeah. You go to export, just
1: be like, listen, I'm going to need to look over the security cameras by the squat machines.
0: I wonder if they let me. Oh, damn. They would 100% let you.
1: That's awesome.
0: Well, yeah, man. So, like you said, pretty uh, status quo for the Knicks. Uh, We're losing. We're losing by a lot. We're not competitive. We're not playing the young players. We're playing these old vets.
1: So that's my issue. That's my issue. Knox can't be getting DMPs.
0: Cannot Cannot do that. Also, Alonzo Trier, we signed him to a contract extension before the year. I don't like the way he plays most of the time, but.
1: See, (laughs) that's like.
0: Isn't that the funniest fucking thing? Because it's
1: the same thing with Knox. I don't really like what he does when he's out there, but he has to be out there.
0: Yeah, that's the only way he's gonna learn.
1: Like, I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck about Wayne Ellington.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> Wayne Ellington, uh, anybody else that's really taking up those minutes? <clears throat> yeah, it's it's kind of sad, but uh, yeah, like like you said, status quo. We're losing um, the fire Fizdale, Chance are coming at you know an extreme level right now dude it is tough and uh, honestly just do it just what like why to I mean why torture the guy why torture the fan base he's not gonna be here next year that's a, a given right
1: yeah they're gonna have to go on some kind of tear right <laughs> to like Get some job security, dude. Every every young player we have, like, it's just they haven't progressed.
0: They haven't at all, and in fact, in some cases, like Knox, they've degressed. You know, like it's. Just... Well, he he
1: did this with Frank, and he gave him a bunch of DNP's uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Remember that he just he like he stuck him on the bench, and he yeah. said the same shit that he's saying now. He'll learn. Like, he's not in the doghouse. He just has to, like, just figure some stuff out. Like, players learn by watching. And he does that whole thing. And it's like, yeah, I get it. But, like, dude, you're playing Marcus fucking Morris. I don't give a fuck about Marcus Morris.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I feel like when coaches say that, their team it is in a place where they have players where they're actually – maybe they're winning. You know what I mean? Like, they're winning. It's and true. they have – Okay, here, sit and watch. What do you have him – you have him watching a bad basketball team. (laughs) Yeah, watch the other team. (laughs) Yeah, 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 watch the other. Don't watch us. Just watch how other teams do things. (laughs) But, yeah, it's time for Fizdel to go. There's only one way to save this season, and that's just by playing the young guys. Like, that's it. Who cares if we win any games? Get that number one pick. Finally. Well, here's the f- – dude, like, you're forgetting.
1: It's not even about that anymore. What do you like, mean? Fucking, the Pelicans got the first pick, and they, like, had, like, the eighth worst record.
0: I know. I know, Yeah, which really that's, sucks, but
1: – That's the best part. Like, like you teams don't even tank anymore, and we're like, yeah, it's time to tank. We're <laughs> always so late to shit. It's so
0: dumb. I know. One step behind – Cracks me up, but just typical Knicks. I mean, there's really not much to say. You know, we we've had a few episodes here now where I think we've covered everything that we've needed to cover on how much they suck, right? But,
1: but the silver lining, and the silver lining, honestly, of this entire season
0: is we beat.
1: The Mavericks twice.
0: Beat them twice. We beat, Freaking losers. beat them twice.
1: Fuck you, Porzingis. That was the championship. We beat you in Dallas. We beat you at home. Like, we got we are, it. We gave we it are, to you. Oh, it's awesome.
0: We are two time 2019 Porzing God champions. We <laughs> took him down. We slayed the Latvian gangbanger twice. Hashtag. Not once.
1: Twice. Hashtag stay mellow.
0: Hashtag stay mellow. They call him Mellow Yellow. (laughs) But, But no, I say that
1: because I feel like that transitions us into like the like, dude. It's it's Luca. It's Luca Mania, baby.
0: The man, the myth, the legend, right? Luca Mania. Luca, like, so Luca Mania started when he was still in Europe, right? Like everybody. You heard about him. You saw the highlights. Like, this dude was a G. Yeah. And he's come into the NBA and literally proved everything, like, that people were saying about him is right. Like, this dude is a straight-up G. He even said
1: last year,
0: I remember the quote,
1: he was like, yeah, it's actually kind of easier to score in the NBA than it is in, like, overseas.
0: He's averaging a triple double <laughs> dude, right now. You're a rookie. He's twenty years of age,
1: dude. It's absurd. Like, yeah. And then his second year leap is just like, what the fuck? I mean, I, it's just yeah,
0: dude. He's step back. His step back three game, it's butter. Like you, you can't guard it, and it's just so smooth. It's incredible.
1: So I'm gonna. But this is uh I gotta make a confess like a confession. This was maybe last week. I forget when the it was the Mavs versus the Lakers in LA. And this is the beauty of League Pass. I get to watch these games now. But hashtag was- League
0: Pass, hashtag please sponsor us and throw us money.
1: Hashtag Yeah,
0: please. <laughs> hashtag. Yes, please.
1: Um I was going to say. So, it was when the, I think the Knicks were on a West Coast road trip. And I just was like, I'm not watching this fucking Knick game. And I watched uh Mavs first Lakers. And, yo, it was – remember the first time they played a couple weeks ago? And him and LeBron went at it. Yeah. Mavs won, I think. And LeBron, after the game, like, you hear him. There's a clip. And he walks up to Luke and he goes, you're a bad fucking
0: <laughs> He is, man.
1: Like then I watched a game the other night in LA and they laid the fucking smackdown on yeah. the Lakers. Gave him it was like like you know the Lakers were like 12 in a row or something. They were like 14 and 2 or whatever it was. And yeah, they lost to the Mavs and dude, Lucas hitting step back threes over LeBron. It's just like hot dang.
0: Yeah, yeah like 70 30 points a game. He's 20 years old. Like, we haven't seen anyone like this since who? Like, LeBron, maybe? When was the last time a player took this much of a leap in their, in their second season?
1: And you know what's crazy is it's like – it's like, you've seen guys like rookies and young guys, like, put up big numbers and shit before, like Tyreek Evans and stupid guys like that that just, like, kill it. But – The Mavs' entire team is about him now. Yeah. Like, it's like when LeBron came in, like the Caps, Like, yeah, he's young. He's getting buckets and rebounds and this and that. But, like, the entire team changed to be about him.
0: That's exactly what's happening here.
1: Like, yeah, the whole – it's built around Luka, and it should be. But, like, dude, have you looked up his numbers? It's insane. He's averaging, like – like, I'm not – I don't know. I'm not good with, like, the analytics shit, but – His, like, PER and all that other crap is right up there with Harden.
0: Yeah, which is, like, that's insane because Harden is, like, an MVP candidate. He's scoring, like, 60 points, like, you know, every couple weeks now.
1: But as far as, like, bringing the ball up and dominating the ball and controlling it on offense and, like, like, breaking people down and he finds the cutters and the open shots and whatever, like, Harden does all that for the Rockets. And Luca's numbers are right up there with Harden's. It's crazy, you're 20. How is this happening already?
0: It's crazy. And like I'm like trying to think of like who to compare this guy to. And there isn't like to be this young and this good it's, it's saying something. But I, just, I I do want to bring up because just cause we were gonna talk about it anyway, like Trey Young, who the guy who you know they were slopped for each other, they're always gonna be connected. The dude's oh, averaging twenty eight and eight,
1: yeah, but uh, okay, this is like debate's over it's like it's over already, like you can average wherever you want trey Young, Luke is a potential mVP candidate or w- will be an mVP can- uh, candidate as far as if he doesn't get hurt and whatever the fuck I don't think Trey young will ever be an mVP candidate
0: no he's not he's not <sighs> I see how he's getting that, like, uh, Steph Curry comparison because he's, like, chucking up these, like, crazy amount of threes. And I don't know if you – like, there's a stat that, like, I think he's first since, like, 2013. Out of all the players that started playing in 2013 and, and on, he's first amount, like, the longest threes to take in let me let me step back there for a second. The stat is like the longer you know like long range threes. So yeah. these are threes that are not just like on the line. like they're much further behind the line. Mm-hmm. He's taken the most since 2013. He's only been in the league for two years, not even.
1: I I, I don't know. I hate Trey Young.
0: not, a, fa- not a fan of his hair.
1: Yeah, dude, what is with the hair? It looks like an old like yo, you know what it looks like? Kind of like like a hairy piece of gum. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that rug rat. It looks like that rug rat. What the yeah. Hell
1: is that, like you are just like what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, do you comb it? Why is there so? I don't know. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I I, I hate the long range threes. Because, like, all right, oh, look, I'm hitting him now. But it's like, dude, what are you doing? It's a bad like, shot. It's always going to be a bad shot. Even, like, even the Lillard, like, when he did the hand wave goodbye, like, that was a, uh, like a gangster move. That was, but, yeah.
0: That's all time uh, right there.
1: But, like, if that was a game seven, I don't think that was going to be his final shot. Like, they're up for I could sweep this team and knock them out of the playoffs, and they've been talking shit. I'm going to hit a 40-footer in the star's face. I feel like that was that shot. If it's a game seven, he's going to try and drive by him and be closer than fucking 40, whatever the fuck it was, like at the logo. That three was nuts. nuts. But, like, Trey Young does those all the time. It's stupid.
0: Yeah, he does do all the time. They're not good shots. I mean, he's not even, like, I think he's shooting, like, 29% when he does take those long, long long-range threes, it's like, it's not a good number. It's tough. He's just doing it to do it. See, yeah,
1: like, and then that, like, that scares me for all the future generations, like, who grew up watching Curry. And then now they're gonna grow up watching Trey Young. And now, like, you even, like, enough with the threes. Like, you're not Steph Curry. You don't shoot it at 40%, enough.
0: I think you bring up a good point there, and it kind of leads me to my next question for you. Okay. Is, you know, these new generations, they're watching how this generation's playing. It's all these three balls. Like, with these players like Luka and Trey Young, their, their numbers are ridiculous. They're video game numbers, right? Yeah. Has the NBA just gotten easier for, like, players to just come in and be able to just, like, translate their game against professionals?
1: That's interesting. Um. I don't know if it's easier. Is it just the game has changed? I mean, think about it. the pace and space era, right? It's all about yeah. a ton of shots and, yep. like, like get the hell out of the paint. Where, like, yo, does Trey – I mean, I hate to have the old guy take, but does Trey Young even make it in the 90s? That's
0: what I'm saying. And like, Does, even, does St- even the- Curry
1: make it in the 90s?
0: Uh, we've had – I believe we've had this debate before. It would be yeah. very tough for him to throw up the same numbers –
1: like he's just gonna get hand checked and thrown on the ground.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there, and it, it says a lot about like when LeBron came into the league because LeBron came in and like he would like he was already like built for the NBA and like he was going to the paint, he was getting fouled. Like Luca and Trey Young are not like really doing that. But dude, I mean, I feel you,
1: and Trey Young just
0: can't. But... Luke is a big boy. He really is. He's He's like 6'7",
1: like 240.
0: Yeah. Does he have, like, a little bit of baby chub on him still?
1: He's got a little bit. Yeah, it's funny. I like it.
0: Yeah. But, hey, I mean, he's doing great. But, like, it brings me to that question again where it's like, is it just too easy for these guys?
1: So, yeah, I don't know, man. I I think the long-range, like, shooting has helped because everyone's gotta play up on D and it's just like everyone's gotta be more attentive. So it's like easier to blow by people unless like people are in the paint and like, it's easier to kick it out and all these other things and it's like stats are up and all this shit. But like, I want someone to hit somebody. Can somebody hit somebody again? That's what
0: I'm saying. It's so easy to score now. Like you look, like who is it? Someone just scored 151 points in four quarters of basketball (laughs) like that's that's unheard of like where's the defense like is anyone fouling anyone when they go to the rim or is it just people just chucking up threes you know
1: have you noticed that though like i feel like more and more just watching games like i get a feeling like man this feels like an all-star game
0: yeah where
1: it just used to be like all right rebound push it Rebound, push it. Rebound, push it. And you're like, holy shit!
0: So, like it goes head and like it's like a double sided thing here. Where like I remember when the Mavericks were playing the Knicks this year. Even though the Mavericks lost that game, Luca hit like six threes in a row. Like he was taking the ball up, just chucking it and like drilling these shots. And like watching that, not even as a Nick. Like I'm, I was a Nick fan, but I was just hyped to see him. Like you know, just yeah. go off like that. Yeah, And, like, there's a part of me that, like, misses that, like, you know, 90s basketball, people throwing each other to the ground, like, people throwing fists. Like, you're not really seeing that that much now.
1: Yeah, well, I I feel like we can all say thanks to Ron Artest for that one. That's true. I watched that recently. Dude, that will forever be one of my favorite, like – like once a year, I think about the Malice at the Palace, and I throw it on YouTube,
0: and it's incredible every time I watch it. It's a classic. It's an absolute. It's a WWF classic. <laughs> when Steven Jackson comes out
1: of nowhere and punches the guy, like it's, the guy just craters. Oh, it's incredible. Like can you imagine, just grown ass men just. Going into the stands, just beating the shit out of just regular fat, like plumbers and accountants. <laughs> and just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Incredible.
0: Has there been like a, a an ESPN 30 for 30 on that? I'm pretty sure there is. I have to see if I can watch it. I don't think I've seen it, but like that would be great if they interviewed the people that were getting punched in the face by like Steven Jackson. No, I'm
1: almost positive
0: that. They have one and they got
1: the guy who claims he threw the cup that hit our test.
0: No way.
1: Yeah, which is just nuts. Like to come forward and that whole thing. That's, I
0: gotta, I gotta see if I can find that. I want to talk to the guy that when Jermaine O'Neill ran across the court and just fucking flattened that one dude. Wait, that's what I was talking about. All right, I said Steven Jackson. All right, I thought – okay. <laughs> yeah, Jermaine, Jermaine O'Neal was the one that, like, oh ran God. from one end of the floor to the other to just Superman punch this dude in the head. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, incredible. <laughs> like, at that point, like, if I was a part of that, I think I'd be throwing punches too.
1: <laughs> See, like, yo – I think about that a lot like what would I do in that situation yeah a part of me would be just so jacked up that this is going on that like
0: I'm gonna fucking start freaking out <laughs> I mean the adrenaline is probably <laughs> yeah. pumping so much that, oh like, my god players are in the stands like what the fuck Man. be. it would be very fun I think and like as like the guy I would most likely be the guy that has like, is probably giggling in the back. You know, like, like what the hell's going on over here? So that's what I was just gonna say. Like,
1: there's a part of me that wants to freak out, but there's, there's the other part that is literally gonna just start cracking up, like laughing at this.
0: Yeah, like, what, Jermaine, what are you doing,
1: bro? I'm telling you though, no doubt, I'm throwing my beer as far as I can, directly at the court.
0: Oh, so you're saying, if you were a fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm talking about like if I was an actual player, I think I'd be the guy just like on the sidelines oh. giggling and all this. Oh, no, no. I was thinking as a fan cuz like, <laughs> yo, I'm running around. I'm causing a ruckus. Dude,
1: mayhem. <laughs>
0: it's like who would All right, if you had the chance to to go after any one of those players on both teams, who would you go after? Oof
1: you right now, it's I'm not touching. I'm not going anywhere near Ron Artest, Stephen or
0: Ben Wallace. Jermaine O'Neal,
1: Ben yeah. Wallace. No, no way. It's
0: like, yo, is Keith Van Horn still on a team? Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. I'd be going after the sloth guy. Austin <laughs> Austin <Crozier> would. I'd, <laughs> I'd be running after that fucking guy. <laughs> oh man! i have that dude in a little headlock, giving him a nugi. Fucking Rick Smiths, I'm coming for you. Oh, dude, Rick Smiths would kick the shit out of you. Yeah, I was just trying
1: to take a one. He's one, like seven one. one. Yeah, it's a bad His one. reach,
0: oh, dude, he'd be fucking hit you. You know who I could see you going after? Like, like Jamal Tinsley, like the little guy. You know, I could see you going after him.
1: Isaiah Thomas, I would fucking fight Isaiah Thomas.
0: I which Isaiah Thomas?
1: Well, either one.
0: I oh, know. dude. Old school Isaiah Thomas would kick you – would would beat you up, dude.
1: Yeah. I would just yell, like, Nick things at him, and I feel like I would hope that my adrenaline would take over. I'd still get beaten up, but maybe I'd feel a little better about my th- – I don't know. We'll see. It's hypothetical.
0: It is a hypothetical. It's a fun <laughs> one to think about,
1: though. Uh, I think I would have been, like, a great side – youtube like thing in the mouse at the palace So
0: i would have my phone out it's like, like zooming everything. on the
1: crowd and the camera goes in and our test is in the crowd and i just feel like i'd be in the corner and i uh, you could i feel like i would do something cool
0: <laughs> you, you probably just have your, your t-shirt over your head
1: i'm throwing the beer and i'm running on the court i feel like that's the first like dude this is my only chance to ever be on the court
0: that's true. That's another take we could call it. Maybe I'd just, like, run out onto the court, grab the basketball, and just start shooting some hoops. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. It's mayhem. Just doing some crossovers, <laughs> shimmy shakes, hitting free throws. Yeah, maybe you get signed, like, quick 10-day. Right? Just, like, like point to Larry Brown. Like, hey, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> just chuck up a three, fucking airball it. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be fun? All right. So I think we made our point about Luca and Trey and how. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we made a point. We, we got on a, a Malice in the Palace rant big time. Big time. But, I, I mean, I, I was just saying that that those two guys are, I mean, they were traded for each other. They're always going to be compared to each other. And they're putting up crazy numbers. I think. Both fan bases are happy that they have these players, but pretty sure those Maverick fans are kind of giggling at the Hawk fans a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the Mavs in fourth and the Hawks in what? Almost last or something, right? Yeah. Panthers or whatever they are in the East. Like it's
0: Which I'm surprised about. I thought they were going to be like a surprise team this year.
1: I mean – What's his face is injured. Like Collins is injured, and I think uh, the white boy Clay Thompson version. What's his name?
0: Uh, uh, Herder, Kevin Herder.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's injured, so like it's tough. But still, like come on, Trey.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna be this, you know, if you're gonna get mad about being compared to an MVP like Luca, you know, like hey, maybe you should step up and win some games for your team. Exactly. Oh, boy, I right. want to get back into the mouse at the palace or what? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man, like, every, like, year,
1: every, like, eight, nine months, because it's not something I think about all the time, but, like, when it comes up, I YouTube it. Oh, it's the best, like, ten minutes.
0: It, it's such a great video. It's great how it starts. And then, like, it just players' jerseys are being ripped. Like, it just turns into this bloodbath, and it's great. So there's this
1: whole other angle that they go into that all the coaches, like Rick Carlisle was the coach of the Pacers. Like all the coaches have to leave like through the normal, like, like the exit. But you think when these guys leave, they're all giving high fives to fans and shit. Yeah. All the fans are like pouring beer, throwing shit, like things at them and like screaming at them and shit. Like it's fucking mayhem.
0: That's what, I mean, that's what happens you These throw off right fans man jesus well i mean it's just human nature right like just all you need is something to like just tip the pot a little bit <laughs> and everybody just goes fucking nuts everyone just uh, turns into animals it, it really is all, all it takes is that one time like just one person <laughs>
1: just like freak things out a little bit and then everyone's like da."
0: All See, here. all it took was one guy throwing a beer, at the NBA player, and you just <laughs> got complete mayhem. Exactly. All right, speaking of NBA rule changes, cause I think a, a <laughs> lot... <laughs> that's uh, the segue. Oh, oh, that's a great segue because a lot of things changed after that game. Yes. And there was actually a report that came out about a lot of changes that could be happening in the NBA in the future. Which
1: kill they're kind of weird aren't they?
0: kind of weird, kinda like why are we doing this you know like i th- I feel like there's a good product out there now, there are like a lot of marketable players. I'm not sure why uh or or how they can even like make the game better, you know well,
1: apparently like. Like, the viewership is down on TNT and ESPN for all the primetime games.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, I wonder if people are pissed off about all the load management shit. I'm curious how much money they're, like, are they potentially losing from this?
0: And so, what's up with this load management stuff? Well,
1: I, I, I mean... It's kind of annoying. Like let's be real. It's kind of annoying, but I'd like to say can we all just blame pop? Like this started with the Spurs and Duncan and all that shit back in the day and and he used to rest players. Yeah. And now it's a league-wide thing. Like Kawhi's like signs a contract, he's like, "All right, I'm only playing like 60 to like 70 games." Like it's insane.
0: I guess this ties into like the first thing that the NBA was proposing was, Hey, let's shorten the season from 82 games to 78 and everyone's saying that this is because of like, Hey, let's give like players like more load management. It's like load management. Like you guys are getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball. You have the best doctors in the world. Like the best, like whoever it is, like massage therapist, like get you ready for every single game. You guys should be fine to play.
1: Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. And then, I mean, well, like if you want to be like the basketball like purist kind of guy, dude, all the stats are gonna be off now.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Cause it's like, oh well, you know, this guy played eighty-two games. <laughs> I don't
0: this know. guy only played seventy. How can he be the MVP? Exactly. But at the same
1: time, I think, like, this happens. I don't know if you ever, like, like when they do the NBA classics and shit. Like, when you watch old-time NBA, dude, like, the athletes are so much better now.
0: It's true. It really is true.
1: You got to run full speed to close out on everybody because everyone shoots threes. And then – They're just going to just run right by you, so you have to, like, stop and then change the – like, you know what I mean? It's tough on the body, man. It's got to be crazy to play anything now. Everyone's such, like, a crazy athlete.
0: It's true. I I mean, athletes in all sports, I feel like, have just evolved. Like, everyone's just crazy athletic, and I guess it does come into, like, you know, this diet stuff and, like – players getting trainers at early ages and all this nonsense but, but still <laughs> all that
1: nonsense
0: yeah like where the hell was my trainer when i was 10 years old <laughs> could have been playing in the nba instead of talking about it oh there you go but but no but still like so that that's what the first thing that they were talking about is like lowering the season to 78 games which is cool and it's all about load management and all this nonsense But then they bring up this in-season tournament, which knocks everyone's playing games back up, you know? Like, so, all right, that doesn't make too much sense there. So, yeah, that was the part
1: that I found kind of weird, because they mentioned it's going to be, like, around Thanksgiving and Christmas kind of time, which means it's, like, early in the year so you'll have a preseason into the beginning of the year you know guys like it always takes like time to get into shape and shit and then you're gonna have a tournament then you come back then you have the like the playoffs and the finals and all this other shit what's the incentive
0: like what are you winning i don't get it like you so you win this tournament like who the fuck cares Exactly, like just the winner of the the
1: title. Yeah, it's a guarantee you home court or a top seed or something like.
0: It just doesn't make any sense, I feel like.
1: It's tough, though, because you can't really do that because it's only half the year. So say it's half the year and then fucking Anthony Anthony Davis gets hurt and the Lakers suck now. And now they're a top seed. Like, you know what I mean? Like an injury can make a top seed. I don't know. That's weird.
0: I'm just like thinking about it as everyone's main goal in the NBA is to win the title, right? True. If you get put into this tournament, like who cares? I could definitely see, you know, teams not playing their big guys for this stuff. Oh, totally. Like if you're saving your player for like the playoffs to win a championship, like you're not playing them in these tournaments. No, yeah. it's true. I mean, I definitely think that it, it, it all stems from, and I and talked to you about it. this quote to you before, is uh, Adam Silver said that, you know, as one of our general managers said at, I guess, a league meeting, there are very few things that you can win in the NBA, end of quote. It's like, yeah, jackass, it's the NBA championship. It's what you're all, you know, it's what everyone's training for their whole offseason.
1: It's true. I just – just don't turn the NBA into soccer.
0: Which I don't even think they can unless, like – unless you're doing these tournaments with, like, other leagues, like the Italian League and the Spanish League and all these leagues overseas. Oh, that would be fucking laughable. That would be, like – can you imagine, like, the Lakers going up against, I don't know, the Barcelona team? Like, come on.
1: Well, wait. What was the team that beat the U.S. team this year? But it's still, dude. You beat like Jalen Brown and fucking Kemba Walker. He didn't beat LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, it all seems pretty. Uh... But
1: I do want to mention the couple of things I do like. I like the reseeding on the top. Uh, the last four teams who make it.
0: Yeah. So I think. I mean, if you have now, you know, the top four teams. How does it work if you're the if you and the same te- a team in your same conference have a better record let's put it this way let's just say the Lakers and the Clippers have the two best records in the I uh, have the last four teams remaining right okay are they playing now the three and four which would be the two teams from the east or how does that work? I don't know. I would hope so. so. From how I read it, it seems like, let's just say, you know, again, the Lakers have the best record in the league, the Clippers have the second best record in the league, and then the two teams from the East are, let's say, the Celtics and the Bucks. that I think the Lakers would then play the four seed, which would be like the Bucks, and then the Clippers would play – the three-seed, which is the Celtics, Hmm. before the championship. So, like, now you're mixing conferences, too. Yo, can you
1: imagine the amount of fucking money that the NBA would make if there was an LA versus LA NBA championship? Oh,
0: man. That would be a sick series to watch.
1: That would be a lot of fun. But, yo, like – Dude, the
0: NBA would be like, yeah, let's change the rules this season. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's change it. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Those, um, two, those two teams are on the fast track to play each other for the Western Conference Final. I sure hope so. Be fun to watch.
1: I mean, I'd root for Le- LeBron just because I, I get another ring. I'm that Dude, I've literally – I've come full circle. But I also kind of want to see LeBron – I mean, I want to see Kawhi just, like, bitch LeBron again.
0: Just I play. know.
1: Suck on that, dick.
0: He's a fucking robot. crazy. But, uh... Um, also, but, but last hold on.
1: End. The yeah. other one. I like the final play-in. It, it's great. It's Dude, the only thing help. that I like out of it. Dude, the MLB is so fucking fun with the sudden death, like, playing for the wild card. Yeah. Basketball would be dope you play your top guys and that's it let's go
0: i mean if you really think about it so especially in the western conference like those bottom teams they're all pretty good and they're all just jam-packed in there right having like a mini tournament between like the seven eight nine and ten teams to see who gets the last two spots that's pretty cool yeah
1: i'm a big big fan
0: I mean, on the east side, it's pretty unwatchable because you're probably going to get some pretty shitty teams there. Um, yeah, like Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? We sneak into the tenth spot. <laughs> nah, dude. We like. I was gonna say you don't have
1: to worry about us.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. we'll we'll be hanging on that last spot there.
1: But uh, that would be funny. Fucking like Julius Randall leads us into the playoffs. (laughs) Julius, help, help. I've got to go listen to that clip once we're done.
0: You have to. It's amazing. So before we end the show here this week, what are your thoughts on these rule changes? Do you think they happen or what?
1: So I thought it was weird when they came out. And I think the weirdest thing about it is I feel like no one's, like, talking about it anymore. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because we all have short-term memory because of cell phones and Insta, media- like, Insta and everything and all this shit. But I feel like if they was going to change the rules of the NBA, they'd be a little more, like, of news about it.
0: Yeah. You think it's maybe just a story to just keep the NBA in, in relevance now?
1: Yeah, or she's just like, yeah, well, you know, like, maybe –
0: could, I mean, because you always hear about like the NFL, like they're oh, we're gonna lessen games, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Yeah,
1: they're always changing shit. People talk about it. Well, then what about if uh, if you could review a tackle? <laughs> it's like enough.
0: Well, NFL just setting standards, right?
1: Yeah. Well, they are the number one
0: sport in America, right? Yep. That's that's what I hear. <laughs> that's what I hear. All right, bud. Good chatting with you this week. Mad Handle Podcast. We out. Peace.